anyway, so I believe that this is chapter four, episode four. I don't know how, how we're doing this, um, structuring this. Like pod- chapter four. Yeah, pod- good. yeah. Uh, whatever this is, we're on the fourth uh, thing of it that we're doing. Um, yeah, so what? Like last week, we uh, talked to the man that, that's forgotten. Um, yeah. I didn't forget him this time. Um, and we go to Marysville and do some exploring. So, you know, what did you do when you first got to Marysville? Um. So I think you have to kind of walk past the elementary school first. Uh, So I did go in there. I started wandering around. Um, Eventually a little kid will cough on you and it infects you (laughs) with a cold. Uh, And so I I don't think I realized that there's a a school nurse. Of course there's a school nurse, right? But um, so then I left the school and went to find the hospital in town. Okay. Um, is that is that okay? So I did the same thing. Is that when you realized that the doctor's going to charge half of whatever money you have? Oh, I don't think I I didn't have I never have much money on me, so I guess I didn't notice that it was like significant in that respect. It was only like you know seventeen dollars or something was what he charged, but I didn't notice it was half of what I was carrying. That's very interesting. Yeah, so I went there, and for whatever reason, I had like nineteen hundred dollars. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, show, you know, show, show me the money first. Um, it's going to be nine, it's going to be 900, uh, whatever half of 1700 was. And I'm like, what? Like th- in this game, it's like $800 to go to the doctor in the second town. Like this doesn't make sense. Um, and then I realized, I think I was doing shopping or something. I'm like, wait, that's like double what I have right now. So I went and deposited it and came back with like $30 and yeah, it was $15 to uh okay but i do appreciate the doctor kind of mocks you if you don't pay he's basically like huh like i'll call a mortician oh my gosh yeah it's some very dark humor there um i don't know exactly what he says but it's something to the effect of like all right well fine it you know it's it's your life you're gonna die uh you better start planning your funeral oh my gosh oh my gosh it's yeah this one struck a little too close to home because we were all sick with corona this past week and uh, yeah, you you know you're like at school and you get sick, and then I immediately like got out of the school. Um, instead of if I had just explored a little bit more, I would have run across the school nurse, and I wouldn't have had to pay for anything. But but I guess it was the responsible thing. You don't know if you're like a super spreader. Um, That's exactly right. Uh, and, and I I mean there's um there's the school, there's the hospital. So all, aside from the school, I think it's pretty much just all the normal stuff, right? Is there anything else kind of interesting in Marysville? Um, I'm trying to think. Not that I saw. I mean, they have the five-tier department store mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where you have... I, I forgot to mention this before, but, you know, it, it says drugs on there, which oh, yeah. is kind of a, a no-no for uh, Earthbound. At least it was for the SNES, except for, of course, the one... Uh, place in the desert that you stop in that says drugs but um yeah. yeah and then you can buy well i think there's like what sports goods that you can buy and there were like variety goods at the top which is just kind of like a hodgepodge of everything um yeah so yeah so yeah. there's the, there's the hotel and then yeah i think there's like a place where you can buy food um 
I don't even know what kind of store it would be. I don't know if it's like at the hamburger store or pizza, but um, no, I don't think there's anything particular of note aside from the Twinkle School. Um, right, it's called Twinkle. So I thought that was similar to Polestar Preschool. Right. The other game, they both have like a starry kind of name to them. Um, so the preschool, the other game is, you know, the home also of your second character. In this game, it's just the, you know, the school where your second party member attends. Um, so if you make your way to the very top, uh, you've got this, um, uh, like a key fetch quest, basically to find the key to the roof. Right. Uh, and I love that the janitor becomes a significant character here. Um, it's uh, so along with like the, the school nurse, the other building uh, staff who we meet is the janitor. Uh, and he just seems to be like basically lonely and to want to have somebody to talk to. <laughs> uh, um, pours out his heart to you. So you walk up to the roof together. Um, yeah, I forget. I know we have the conversation with the, the janitor. Um, mm-hmm. well, I guess I'll take a step back. So I know that there's at least one kid who wants to sneak up there to play Game Boy. Um, right. which fair enough. Like I, I don't blame him for that. That sounds like, uh, I would want to do that if I was in elementary school as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you said, I forget when, when you talk to the janitor, um, yeah, you're right. He's very lonely and he's questioning his marriage. I was the questioning of the marriage before he opened up the padlock or after. I think that's as you all are walking up there, and because Ninten is like this good listener, right, who doesn't talk, apparently, yes. other than to say yes and no, right. um, the janitor just keep talking. Yeah, and he says stuff about how his uh, his wife, um, he has had, you know, they've been together a long time, and he's like finally kind of remembering how great it was when they first met. Um, kind of nice, yeah. Well... Uh, you know, he's saying like his wife is a bigger problem. She doesn't get out of bed till afternoon each day. She won't even pack me a brown bag lunch. Isn't that just horrible? Uh, and then if you respond no, he says, "Kids don't know the sorrows of real life." Yeah. <laughs> like okay, fair enough. Yeah. Totally true. And so he's kind of like a version of the forgotten man, right? Because right. you do have to kind of answer him. Um, to progress the story. I found that like a pretty interesting thing to think about. Um, like as far as what is the forgotten man? What does he represent? Well, apparently he's just sort of like anyone who is adult, right? Like has uh, grown up problems, whatever, whatever sort. Um, and something about this game is like putting the presumably kid player, um, but definitely the kid character in conversation with those kind of like adult problems like depression and loneliness and in this case, you know, marital stress or whatever is going on with poor janitor and his wife. Um, so I found that really interesting. Uh, probably like not okay uh, as far as like in a actual school. Um, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't want your janitor necessarily talking about that stuff with the kids at the school, maybe with other staff. Seems, um, seems again, super inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit. Um, well, Especially yeah, when it's the first kid that like doesn't even go to that school. Right? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're a stranger there. Um, and that's kind of the fun of wandering around the school, I think, is that uh, you get like the kid's eye view of everything, uh, at first at least, and then you have to 
yeah, in order to progress the story, you have to get the, the adult's view of, of things. Yeah, and you also need to go to the janitor, which I, I don't mean to insult anyone who engages in the custodial arts, but they're pretty much the lowest on the totem pole. Uh, when it comes to, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the fact that you have to go and use him to uh, finally get onto the roof, I think, is um, interesting. Uh, didn't have to be the janitor. They, you didn't even need to put a janitor in there. So it seems, you know, it's obviously like a deliberate kind of. Uh, I, I don't know. But I guess translating that the the jan some sometimes the people like lowest on the totem pole like are still necessary to accomplish like you know whatever your end goal is. Oh, totally. Yeah. And who knows more about the facilities than the person in charge of keeping them clean, right? Yeah. Um, they have like a built, a, a knowledge that is um, a little bit deeper probably than even the teachers uh, of whom I guess there are some, like there are people who tell you not to run in the halls and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, but we don't see like any learning per se happening at the school, which I thought was amusing as well. It seems to be recess and everyone's just kind of wandering around. Yeah. Um, the one kid asks if we're playing Super Mario Bros. 7. <laughs> right. Uh, and, which, you know, uh, if we, if we were counting far. up, which one would even be Super Mario Bros. like 7? Now we have one, two, three, oh, man. That's a, four, that's a tricky question. five, six. 64? Maybe it'd be Galaxy. Oh, even after 64? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really consider Yoshi's Island to be like a Super Mario. It's like so different. I don't really consider no, it to be yeah, like I Super agree. Mario. I so I was thinking, you know, you have one, two, three, uh, Super Nintendo, N sixty four. There's some Game Boy ones. Don't forget the Game Boy. Uh, there, that's game. that's Super Mario Land. Also, not not in this main line. Okay, oh, you're probably right. Yes. Uh, um, so he's shouting out there. Presumably, this is in the original script, right? Like again, his main reference uh, as far as video games were were Mario and Dragon Quest. So, Dragon Quest is built into the entire game, and then Mario here gets the shout out as and as does the Game Boy, right? Uh, right. As being some of the other uh, prototypical like video game to play. Um, Nintendo does a very good job of advertising their like own games and games <laughs> yeah. and stuff. You know, in Pokemon you always start and uh you know in your room there's like the N sixty four or the Super Nintendo or whatever and that kind there of stuff. Is, yeah. yeah. This um this game really strongly reminds me of Pokemon at times too. Uh just the whole aesthetic of it. Um which I I like. I mean it uh I guess Pokemon is way more intricate. Uh, the the battles in this game are very simple, at least so far. Um, there's not a whole lot to them. Um, so I guess the uh, the part that I got stuck on here, um, aside from getting sick, uh, was was once you do get to the roof, you can meet your second party member, whatever you named him. Uh, his, like, default name or, like, you know, canonical name is uh, Lloyd, I think. Mm -hmm. um, he won't join you right away unless you've already gone through the uh, the sweet factory, the little sweet factory. Yeah. Um, so I hadn't done that uh, when I first came to town. And I didn't realize that there was a place to go 
um, other than the factory that everyone else is talking about, which is Duncan Factory. So I got those two mixed up. So I went on a real wild goose chase here where I went all the way up to the <laughs> big factory. Yeah. I went all the way through it yeah. and got to the end where there's a rocket and I couldn't take the I was like, oh my gosh, there's the rocket he's talking about. I couldn't take the rocket. I realized, no, I have to have him with me to activate this rocket. Um, so at that point, I, I was stuck. So I took the, uh, the Onyx hook out, warped back to Magikint, and went all the way through that um, and bought a bunch of stuff for, uh, for Lloyd. And then, you know, you have to go to the other factory, um, the one that is visible when you come out of the cave yeah. from Magic Camp. You can't reach without walking all the way up to town. For so it's, I, I got totally turned around here um, and spent a pretty long time back, backtracking through everything to, to go get the bottle rocket that Lloyd wants. Uh, how about you? What did you do? Um... When I first played, I just immediately skipped over. Uh, Twinkle School didn't stop in there. Walked straight mm. up to the to the Duncan factory. Uh, oh man! And then I abused save states on my you know while I was playing, so that like I didn't die. So I just I yeah I did the same as you. Like I got through to the end to the rocket, um, and I was like, oh, I'm checking. I'm like, oh, I can't do anything. Maybe I didn't. anyway. I I was lost in there for. I don't know. I think I ended up playing for two hours and like one hour and 15 minutes was like literally just trying to get out of that factory. Um, <laughs> it, it was yeah. really brutal. Cause I, I also didn't have any um, of like the armor, you know, I guess either the ring or the pendant, anything like that. Right. So I had, I did have the boomerang. So I was a bit of a glass cannon, but I mean, I was just getting wrecked. Um, <laughs> right. Like left and right, and there were so many items that like I couldn't pick up. Uh, so I mean, luckily we're yeah. So luckily we're going back. Um, but yeah, so yes. so I did that, and then I, I think the reason why I didn't die is because I didn't know when the last time I saved was. So I thought it would just be easier just to get out, and that was a mistake. Um, anyway, so that's so yeah. So then I so then I backtracked. Um, and then I, I went to Twinkle School, and then I, yeah, you get up to the rooftop. There's a, a trash can up there. Um, <laughs> I, I guess one of the Doyle brothers put uh, right. Lloyd into the trash can. And so, yeah, so you get him out. Um, then he starts talking about bottle rockets. And I'm like, well, I can see why people might have, like, put you in a trash can, dude. Um, <laughs> like, shut up about the bottle rockets. Let's get going. Because... The kids in the school do talk about Lloyd, right? Like he's kind of the weird Dude, kid. Yes. Four eyes. He's a nerd. Yeah. Clearly, clearly. Yeah. Which and again maps right onto our our sec or rather our third character in the sequel is the the kid with glasses, um, who is into mechanical stuff and has no PP. Right? So they're they're pretty much the same character. I feel like. Uh, yeah, and I mean, even there, that he, I mean, he came from a school. Um, it was a boarding yes. school, but he, you know, his story also started in a school. Um, granted, uh, I think it's closer to Paula, or, or Lloyd is closer to Paula, um, and the you know the fact that it's like an elementary school. But um, yeah, so so you, uh, yeah, he's like being really weird. He wants to play with rockets or whatever. Um, so yeah, so then I, I ventured down to the other fact. I 
yeah, I don't, I'm with you. Like, I just got completely disoriented. Um, yeah, and I think this is another, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt that this is an intentional misdirection here of like, um, yeah, messing with the player's expectations and like totally directing you in such a way that you're almost bound to do it this way. Uh, unless you're like very good at noticing stuff and, and, and really like um, want to completely map your territory before moving further. Uh, right. Cause you do, you do see that there's something there mm-hmm. when you come out of the cave and um, you know, maybe some people do go back down that way first to see what it was that's down there. Uh, but you've got to be, yeah, really on your game, I think to go to that. And, and you're, I guess, what does guide you is the difficulty spike. So, like, even trying to get to the factory to the north, it got killed at least once um, by the rope. Did you encounter any rope? Yeah. Enemies? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, rope, rope. Um, I don't know if I... Uh, maybe one? Yeah, no, I did. I did. Yeah. They, it, it's completely unfair if you have just one character, I feel like, because once you're bound with the rope, you just you just wait to get killed at that point. Like I never got out of the rope attack. Um, so you need to have a second character uh, is, is what that tells you, I think. And then, yeah, the enemies in the factory are super hard um, and they come in, in waves, you know, they aren't always just one person. So again, oh. uh, Dr. Distorto, so man, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah. And they start using beam attacks again. Uh, beam that isn't blocked by your badge which is super frustrating um what does uh, the franklin bride stop again i'm i'm confused it stops it stops the gamma level pk beam attack Uh, and maybe some other higher level beam attacks but it does not stop the alpha level okay one that they're actually using um these robots for whatever reason uh have the same power as that mysterious uh alien type being that we fought so so yeah Oh, one other thing I I, I did venture um, when I, while I was exploring. Because when you're in the town and you're talking to people, they're all talking about that there's rocks on a train track. Um, yep. And so I don't know if you did this, but I went over to the train tracks and I tried to go through the tunnel. Um, and the tunnel did a much better job of dissuading you from going through there because the enemies in there like kill you in one turn. Like at least the um, ones, the ones in the Duncan factory, like you could beat them. It was tough, and I was like, "Oh man, maybe I'm just not high enough level, or it's because I didn't buy any armor um, or that yeah. kind of stuff." So I thought maybe like I had just artificially increased the difficulty, like unintentionally by not playing the game the right way. But um, right, no, if you right. go through the tunnel, um, if you attempt to go through the tunnel, you're going to run into enemies that just um, massacre you. Um, and it's just, there's like no hope of, of winning. Um, okay. I even, I even tried again after I got Lloyd and I was like pretty powered up and I'd gotten like a bunch of armor and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I, it's pretty clear that like, you, you can't kill them. Oh, interesting. No, I didn't go that direction. I went north and there is some stuff on the train tracks to the north too. Um, which kind of like. Yeah, I, it should have been like a, a a suggestion that maybe this is not the right way to go. But um, uh, 
Yeah, I didn't go in the tunnel itself yet, no. Uh, so I I really like um the like the the way that they reuse basically the factory. They they use it twice here. It seems very economical on the developer's part. because um, they are basically like the same uh look and feel and all that's different is the enemies. So the one the Duncan factory has these scary uh doctors and uh robots and then the the sweet factory just has rats. I don't right. think I fought maybe like one barbot or whatever, right? Like the other yeah, skinny yeah, yeah, yeah. robot. Uh but but mostly it's just rats in there. And at the end of it, um there is a another trash can uh-huh. which is as far as I can tell full of an infinite supply of bottle rockets. Um, yes. And I guess that they did that so that you can't mess up and drop or sell your bottle rocket. Um, as, like, if it was just the one, you could get stuck, I suppose. So, for whatever reason, um, you can go back with Lloyd and you can get as many more as you want. Um, now that you have, like, twice as much inventory space, right? And you mm-hmm. can, uh, you know, he, he levels up a little bit when you do that. But I found that um, taking him back to Magicant, again, was a was a much more efficient way to uh, help him gain a few levels and uh, you know equip him with everything and then fill up my pockets with stuff and, and kind of make my way from there so uh, well and I think it was a pretty I think it was a pretty clever use that of the trash can um, <laughs> since you know you find Lloyd in a trash can and then you go to the factory and you see another trash can so it I think that I think that was actually a really clever way to symbol to the player, like, oh, you need this for, for Lloyd, right? Like, yeah, exactly. The, the same kind of um, indicators. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it does seem to be infinite. Um, the bottle rockets don't seem to be particularly powerful, though. Oh, I haven't tried using them yet. That's disappointing. Uh, when you do first get Lloyd in your party, he, he walks you down and um, shows you his skills in the science lab yes. and it's like starts mixing some stuff and then it just like explodes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it's instill, awesome. doesn't instill a lot of confidence in his like ability, <laughs> but. Right. Uh, so it's pretty great. Um, little piece of characterization. Did you notice this time once you have a party member with you that the music changes outside? I thought it did. Yeah, and I, but yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't. I was like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. But yeah, okay. Well, now that you're confirming that, um, I did notice that. Um, nice. Yeah, no, it was a cool tune. Yeah, so that's the uh, again, like this little foreshadowing of that with with Pippi back at the start. Um, but now that you have Lloyd, I I think he's gonna stay with us for a while at least. I can't remember if there's a, a part in the story where. You know, like with a lot of these games where one of your party members might leave or all of them might leave again um, before they come back. But anyway, I'm pretty sure he's going to stick with us for the duration here. Um, and and we're very lucky that he comes to us at level zero or level one, I guess. <laughs> right. Because right. for the first few battles, I just put him on guard because his attack yeah. was so meaningless. It just I was like, it's so not he even worth it. Equip, he can equip a um, there's there's like a stun gun you can get for him, but it seems to be weaker, and the boomerang is. Uh, and yeah, he's obviously gonna 
lag in terms of levels for a while, but um, you know, just having another person there is so helpful. Uh, yeah, for for just like storage purposes, uh, for defense purposes, it's it's nice, and and you know, and it plays this catchy tune. It's like uh, talking about your mood, basically. Um, so yeah, we are headed to the factory. It seems like the goal is to launch that rocket um, and blow up the rocks that are on the train tracks. Yes. Um, but I don't really know where we're supposed to go from there. Um, uh, my the guess track- would be we take the train. I don't know. There's a Union Station on the map, I think, that's like to the north. Um, yes, that's right. And so I guess, uh, you know, similar to when you're with the Runaway 5 and you go through the tunnel, um, I'm assuming that the transport is what allows you to get through it. Um, Beyond that, I don't know. I just know how we're probably going to get there, not where the destination is. But we did forget to mention, uh, or I guess we just didn't mention, that on your way to the Duncan factory, you find the the employee pass. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. On the ground. And then yeah, it's like, oh, okay, well, this is good. And I'll be able to get into this factory. And you go to the factory and you use the pass. And it's like, this is, exp-, and the dog said, you know, this is expired. Like, you're suspicious. Like, look me in the eyes. And then you end up fighting a dog who was like guarding the place. So it's another, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can, can you get through that without picking up the pass? Or is this another kind of uh, similar to the zoo where it's like, oh, you get this key, but you get there and it's like, Oh, I don't actually need the key to get there. There was like some other method in which it it's already opened. Yeah, no, it's it smells like the same kind of joke here. Um, I guess if your inventory is full, I wonder if it forces you to throw something away to pick up the pass. Because um, yeah, I don't think you have to like search the ground or anything in order to find it. You just as you're walking along, there's a little bottleneck and you pick it up right there. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happens if your, you know, uh, your pockets are full like they usually are. Right. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, and if you fight the guard dog either way, maybe I, I don't know. Uh, it's also just hilarious that of all the types of creature they could have guarding the factory, it's like one of the first that you encounter in the game. All right, it's like the stray dog. Um, yeah, it's one of the weakest enemies that you. Uh, yeah, right. Um, so clearly that battle was not supposed to be any kind of like barrier to entry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was just more Itoy just kind of making a joke of, of again, like, Oh, you get this key, but the key doesn't work, but it doesn't even matter. It's fine. Yeah. And the factories don't seem to produce anything. Right. Um, like the sweet little factory, like, I guess it must make something, um, Whatever it is, like the the waste product is bottle rockets. And they just have a trash can full of them. Um, I was assuming there would be like brownies or something. Um, someone in town mentions strawberry tofu. Mm-hmm. I think yes. Uh, and I it's I popular have, in big cities. Yeah, I happen to have one that I got in Magic Hand. Um, so I was wondering if I can like give that person my strawberry tofu. I haven't tried it yet because it's in storage right now. Um, oh, and someone else mentions that they're going to open, like, a strip joint. Did you notice that uh, mm-hmm. the Duncan 
factory seems to be whatever it is they're producing they're they're like responsible for this um very adult uh reference of appearing here um which i don't i don't think would like pass muster um with nintendo uh i'm surprised it's it's in the translation at all uh, yeah no yeah. i mean that that's a good i mean i do think nintendo has more relaxed um guidelines now especially for a game that was released on like the wii u virtual console but if it was going to be released back in the early 90s yeah i think that probably would have gotten the axe yeah maybe yeah yeah maybe you're right maybe it's uh more commentary on like the downfall of u.s um you know in, industrial uh factories and that kind of stuff because yeah the one in, in marysville yeah. is just infested with rats um right. it's like dilapidated you know that kind of stuff there's going to be a strip joint going up in the town um and then the other one like i mean it's just being overrun by like weird robots um and yeah. and weird scientists yeah yeah they so i my theory is still that these are in some way related to the alien that we already fought right they they, they use the same kind of attacks um so either they are of the same origin, right? Uh, or, or they are just under the influence of these alien beings and, and have gotten some of their powers. Um, I'm impatient to get some offensive psi powers myself. Like, have you learned offense up yet? I think so. I, I don't think yeah. I've actually used any um, PSI in battle. Like you said, none that were offensive. Um you know, I've used okay. life up and stuff like that, and I used the 4D slip one time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we we really need like a PK rockin' or whatever. I know, because um, well, offense up is pretty good. Uh, it it boosts your attack significantly. Okay. Um, and it's great because up until now we could like reduce the defense of one enemy. You know, once your offense is boosted, all your attacks are hitting with that. Um, so if there are multiple enemies, you're you're wailing on all of them at that point. Um, that's pretty good. Um, I think it makes what could be some pretty hard battles here a lot easier. Uh, of course, like you say, having Psy is also good just to heal up, though. So there's a certain, like, diminishing returns maybe on it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, well, I... I, I'm it, the one thing about Lloyd. Yeah, he has no psychic powers, right? So there's this weird, like blending of machine power and psychic power that's happening up in the factory. Um, whereas Lloyd, you know, he can use bottle rockets. Ninten can't. Ninten can use Psy. Lloyd can't. So there's, you know, there's separate roles here. Yeah. Well, and I guess going back to the enemies in the factory. I guess, like, ignoring the the clear alien ones, right? Um, The little saucer, the barbot, that kind of stuff. Every other enemy that we've encountered has been kind of grounded in reality. And I, you know, also excluding the Starman Jr. Um, These robots are the first one that you regularly kind of... that, That aren't an obvious reference to machines. Yeah, like... They they do seem to be more related, I guess, to the Starman Junior and that kind of stuff. Um, Another worldly kind of technology 
um, or, or creation. Um, cause yeah, I mean, most of the stuff that we run into, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a car, a psycho car. Um, the car, like, the bag lady. Yeah. Oh, lady. That bag lady uh. has to have, I keep on saying like, this is the worst Sprite work I've ever seen or like the most disgusting, <laughs> but that, I mean, uh, whoever designed that bag lady had someone specific in mind that they were going after and they just like made her as ugly as possible. It was, it's, it's such an ugly Sprite. It's horrible. No. Yeah. But there are definitely some like people, the Sprites are supposed to look like, I think um, some of them look like peanuts characters. Have you noticed that? I thought Nintendo looked a lot like Charlie Brown. Yeah, they do. I think they do. I think they must be basing it off of that. So, oh yeah, and you have Lucy. I mean, exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I wonder if there's some, you know, weird manga character, maybe, or like, um, yeah, maybe some uh, sort of indie cartoon. That they're referencing with some of the uh, the enemy art and the uh, the sprite art in this game. Not sure. Well, and she's I, scary. It's also kind of incredible to me the number of sprites and characters that were carried over to the Super Nintendo version. Because um, there there is like a I don't think she's called a bag lady, but there is that weird woman that you fight in uh, Earthbound. I feel like there's one. Where the sprite works a lot more detailed and clearer. I mean, still ugly, but um, not the stuff of nightmares like it was in uh, in Earthbound Beginnings. Yeah, no, yeah. Some of the enemies are taken straight out. Right, like the hippie is like the most right. Um, even has his own battle music that comes with him. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the songs, the songs are nearly one to one. I'm not sure what's going on with the Twinkle fact or the Twinkle Elementary School music. It sounds kind of familiar um so it must be like a a, a similar melody or something but oh but the dude. factory music pretty I th- much the same i you know it's funny you mentioned that because when i was like in the twinkle school i really i really dig the music is it smile and tears i forget what it was because i i i was I think uh, it's the music that plays like when you start up the game of Earthbound. It's like that um, menu screen music. Hold on. It's like a, a version of that mixed with something that might be, yeah, the Smiles and Tears melody or something else. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, no, there, there's definitely some stuff being reused and remixed there. Twinkle Elementary. I don't care. I just... Uh, what? No. Alright. Let's see if this is it. Hold on. Could you can you hear that? No. Not on my end. Uh, hold on. Um I don't know if I how I can do it. Oh, well, here, I'll just send you the link. <sighs> but yeah, no, it's God, I, I don't know the names of the songs well enough to know like which song it is in Earthbound, but Want me to play this now? Yeah, listen to it. See if you can see what happens. It's it's like when the beat drops in a second. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what song that is. But that, that's I'm pretty sure that's the menu screen music in Earthbound. Do 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 do. And yeah, and it and it pops up in other places throughout the game too. Like um it's pretty close to the hospital music, I think. Um in Earthbound. Yeah, I just remember I this one uh person that I listened to their remixes of songs, Amy Waters. She did a a really cool Earthbound remix with that. Um Anyway, so so like when I heard that the beat was like do 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 I just like immediately yeah. started thinking of of her uh remix of her you know rendition or whatever you want to call it. Um yeah. No, but it, it's it's really cool. Oh man. Yeah, the music in the game has been pretty good so far. Um I think for an NES game it's really good. Yeah. Uh, they clearly um had like a core team, creative team, that like really liked each other and the material or whatever enough to like basically take what they had done and just um, apply it to the existing technology. And that's, I feel like it's such a heartbreaking thing to think like that they, they didn't ever do Earthbound 64. Like I will never... I don't think I'll ever recover from the disappointment of seeing that like pop up as like an upcoming game and then just like gradually fade away and just never happen. <laughs> and like, no, and uh, I, we, we only got like a few pictures and it was always, I, like, I just, yeah, I remember the dog howling and like the guy yeah. in the Western outfit. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm, this is probably just nostalgia talking, but, I always looked forward to getting the Nintendo Power every month and uh, going I, through it and reading the letters to the editor and uh, just seeing like what games were on the horizon and stuff like that. Um, sure. Yeah, that was th- those were cool. I, I missed that, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so let me just so to wrap up kind of where I am at this playthrough. So after I got Lloyd, um, I ended up going circling back through Magicant. Um, okay. where I was able, I, I bought a gold ring for each of us, uh, the protect coin for each of us or defense. I don't know, whatever the most expensive one is. And then I made my way back, killed the fish. Um, Good. I tried to talk to the old man playing the guitar, still not strong enough, but he reminded me, um, to write it down and not to forget to come back. Um, <laughs> oh, there was also something. I noticed this time when I was in Magic Camp, there's like the red weeds that you can check. Yes. And then you take them to the fountain and they turn into magic herbs. Right. So is, right. So is that like another like infinite money thing that you could do if you really wanted to? It looks that way, yeah. Because you can resell them once you're back in town. I don't know if there's anyone who will buy them from you in Magic Camp. You can, you can store them, right? You can send them to your your storage system and yeah. I don't know how much you can send before it fills up, but then you can sell them in the department stores uh for something that's not nothing. But I, I don't think it would be worth it to like yeah, no. to har- harvest them and do it that way. No, but I did also forget which uh well to go down. 
Um, that took me a couple of minutes to figure that one out again. And if I had to do it right now, I still wouldn't remember. Uh, but yeah, so took out the fish. Still not strong enough to wake up the dragon. Um, made my way through. The the forgotten guy is um, no longer there. So you can freely. But I did find it interesting. Um, I initially tried to go back to Magic Cant um, backwards, I guess I would say. So from where we popped out, like right after the fish, I tried to go back to that little obelisk or whatever. And you can't uh-huh. use a telepathy there. So I had to walk all the way back over the bridges again. Uh-huh. Um, which, it, it wasn't that bad. I Because I was just kind of basically leveling up Lloyd as I was True. going. Because like all the enemies died in one, one hit. There must be some kind of mechanic. It's not like the instant win. But if you're stronger than, a, than an opponent, you must like automatically get a smash. Because I was smashing like every turn um, when I was oh, fighting some of the... Yeah, the algorithm for smash attacks probably has something to do with either like the relative level yeah. or maybe relative stats or something. Or maybe just as you level up, you start hitting smashes way more often. I don't know. Yeah, good question. But uh, so, so yeah, basically I just circled back and like kind of ran through that again. I was going to see if there's anything else that I had in here. Pretty, uh, all right. Oh, yeah. I think we forgot to mention that the janitor's wife was the first Miss Mary's Phil. Right. That's what he remembers, right? Like the and the um that's just so that's so American to me, right? Like the idea that your, you know, high school sweetheart or whatever um is the person that you stay with and and then you have this, you know, rocky relationship, but then you think back on the good times. I think that's that's a very nice little um, encapsulation of some version of the American dream that we're getting there uh, through the janitor. Yeah. The, the janitor also offers you tea. Um, I think after <laughs> he's done uh, giving you kind of any new information, um, that's kind of his default. Uh, unfortunately, you do not have some kind of hallucinogenic fever dream. Um, oh yeah, I know. Where a toy speaks to you directly. If you take, if you drink it, I kind of think he would have been a good candidate for the next melody, right? Like he might have, um, like talked to you about his wife, and then if you go talk to his wife, like maybe she's humming a little song or something like their song. You know, like I don't know. I haven't found the next melody yet, so I'm always kind of on the lookout for that. But um. I think, do do you run into his wife in the town? I feel like I talked to someone who was like, I was, I used to be Miss Marysville. That might be true. Yeah. Well, there's someone else. One of the kids tells you about her dad and like how he says he's no ordinary man or something. And then yes. you run into that person in town. And he's like, I am an ordinary man, but I say I'm not, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. So there are some funny little inside jokes there. Um, and I just want to, uh, one other thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah. The, so I think. I use like a text to speech while I'm playing. So it kind of, it's easier for me to just like talk, say my thoughts, but like sometimes it doesn't translate perfectly. Yeah. So yeah, when we first see Lloyd, I have it that he said, I wanted to fly the bottle rockets that the sweet little factory was producing. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I I guess that's another thing that maybe, why, why is it sweets factory producing bottle rockets? Yes. yes. Right. Exactly. So 
it's very weird. And maybe that goes to, um, you know, Americans creating the, the, a lot of bombs under the, you know, or, you know, military weaponry. Oh, I see. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we call it like the, it, the sweet little factory, but then it's actually producing these bottle rockets that you can use to blow up your enemies. So, right. You, know, you, always, got, you always got to look for those digs at America. That seems right. Yeah. That there's, um, a lot of marketing savvy. Well, so that is like Itoy's a job, I guess he was like a, um, person who would come up with advertising slogans and stuff. Um, so yeah, he, he would probably be pretty tuned into that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so I think that I think that's about everything I have to say about Marysville at this time and the two factories. So um, I guess next week we'll finally actually we'll, we'll each go through the Duncan um, factory again. Hopefully, it's easier this time with another character. Um, For sure. Not that I have any idea where to go because it's oh, so super. What I did. I basically just kept going up, like as up yeah. as I could go. And then I think it's all the way up and to the left, basically, is where the rockets are. But there's so much in that place. There's probably a bunch of good items and things to find. A lot of stuff that, like, permanently raises stats, even in the Sweet Little Factory. There's a few of those. So Yeah. I was going to ask you, yeah, the capsules. Um, mm -hmm. I'm assuming that those increase them permanently. And I swear, that one? I, I ate one. I was when I was like abusing save states. I ate one and it increased the stat by five, but then I had to like load from before, so I went back and I got it. And the next time it only raised it up by f by four. So the first time it was by five, the second time was by four. So I wonder if there's any kind of keep an eye on that. Just like I don't know. See, let me know. Um, but I wasn't sure if those were permanent increases. Uh, I do think that there's a Franklin badge. Um, oh crap! Got to get that in the in the Duncanville one. Um, but I I couldn't carry it, and I also it didn't stop anything. So I was like, well, this is worthless anyway. So <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we'll traverse the Duncanville, and then we'll just see uh, what happens after. I mean, I assume we blow up those rocks with a rocket. Um, maybe a toy has another surprise in store for us, and by the time we get there, the rocks <laughs> will have been cleared anyway. But yeah, um, yeah no, I think this is a good place to stop. So I guess. See you next episode or chapter or whatever. Yes. Oh, <laughs> have you been have you been reading your brother's Karamazov? Uh, 